0: Welcome back to another episode of the Helix HealthCast. I'm your host, Zach Morgan. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how strength training can help you combat some of the negative effects of aging. If you have listened to this podcast before, if you know me at all, you know that I'm a little bit biased towards strength training. Well, I think all forms of exercise are great and you should try them all out. Obviously, I think strength training is great. The gym I run is a strength and conditioning gym, and it's not just about lifting heavy or looking good. One of the main reasons I think strength training is really beneficial for everyone is that it can help you age better and improve the quality of life as you age. So, we're going to get into how this episode will probably be titled something like Strength Training the Fountain of Youth or Can Strength Training Stop Aging? And the answer to that question is no, it can't stop you from aging, but it can definitely help combat some of the deterioration that happens as we age, to our muscles, to our bones, and help you improve your quality of life as you do get older. So before we get into why you should be strength training and how it can help, let's get into some of the stats about aging and what happens to your body as you get older. We're going to talk more specifically about physiologically, like what happens to your muscles, your bones, things like balance and mobility, and not kind of get into anything else. We're not going to get into the aesthetics so much. We're not going to get into any other Aging issues, but specifically about like your fitness. So, as you get older, after about 30, you start to lose most people. So, this is including people that don't engage in strength training, but most people will start to lose about three to five percent of their muscle mass per decade. So, while that might not seem like a lot per year, after you hit 30, you will start to lose some muscle mass. After you hit 60, most people will lose about 15% per decade, so over 1% a year as they get past age 60. So we're going to lose a lot of muscle mass as we age, especially if you're not strength training. You're also going to lose strength and power. You're going to lose about 1% to 2% of your strength per year after the age of 50. So that's more absolute strength. Um, that's going to be shown in things like being able to lift weights. And you're going to lose about 3 to 4% of your power output. Per year after age 50. The difference between strength and power, because this is where it can get a little bit confusing, the best way I like to put it is strength is how much you can lift, power is how fast you can lift it. So while they, there's a lot of correlation between strength and power, they are two separate stats. You're going to lose about 1% to 2% of strength after 50 per year, and you're going to lose about 3 to 4% of your power. So that's where we really, really start to see a lot of deterioration your bone density is also going to suffer as you get older. We've actually mentioned this in a previous episode when we talked about strength training or fitness and healthcare. But after your bone mass peaks in your late 20s, it'll start to decline. In postmenopausal women, they can lose as high as 3 to 5% of their bone density per year. So it's going to happen to everyone. As you get older, you're going to lose bone density, but especially postmenopausal women, we're going to see those stats go way, way up. Those numbers go up to... Three to five percent per year. It's not just about our muscles and our power and our strength, but we're also going to lose mobility after usually 50 is when we really start to see a steep decline in flexibility and joint mobility. So your range of motion is going to start to suffer. You're not going to be moving as well, which is also going to c- potentially cause some joint issues as you get older. In addition to all of those, you're also going to lose balance. One in three adults over the age of 65 will experience at least one fall a year. And not only are they experiencing those falls, but the injuries that occur from those falls go way, way up because they've lost bone density, they've lost strength. They're not able to absorb the impact of that fall as well as when they were young. So your balance goes, which means you're more likely to fall and you're more likely to suffer more severe injuries when you do fall. So those are all the reasons that you should really be engaging in strength training. We want to try to combat those and prevent them from happening as much as possible. So let's get into how strength training can help you deal with the loss in muscle mass. Strength training is going to promote muscle hypertrophy, especially resistance exercises. It's going to help stimulate muscle growth and make sure that we're keeping those muscle fibers, that we're not losing that muscle mass as we age. It's also going to help with muscle protein synthesis strength training and resistance training is going to trigger that muscle protein synthesis which is the process with which your body builds new muscle proteins so being able to trigger that process is essential to maintaining and potentially even increasing muscle mass as you get older strength training has also been shown to have a to create a hormonal response so when you engage in it it's going to help release hormones like growth hormone and testosterone which are really crucial to both muscle growth and muscle repair. So when you do engage in strength training, you're going to release those hormones that are going to help you recover from that workout and recover from everything else you do in life. It's also going to help promote muscle fiber recruitment. As we get older and potentially become a little less active, there's a lot of muscle fibers that you're just not even really using on a day-to-day basis. And so engaging strength training can help recruit those muscle fibers, make sure that they're staying active and that we're not losing that muscle. And it's not just going to help with muscle size, but it's also going to help with just muscle quality. When we look at muscle quality, we're also looking at muscle density. Strength training is going to increase that and make sure that we have stronger, more resilient muscle fibers to keep up with our day-to-day life. So that's how it can help with the losses that we see in muscle mass. Let's also talk about how it can help with some of the losses that we see in strength and power. As we talked about, you're going to after 50, you're going to lose 1% to 2% of your strength and 3 to 4% of your power output. That muscle hypertrophy that we talked about a minute ago, that's also going to help us just have stronger muscles. Bigger, denser muscles are going to be stronger muscles, so strength training is going to help with that. We're also going to see a lot of neuromuscular adaptations. It's going to improve the efficiency of our neuromuscular system. So will create, we like to call it a mind muscle connection in strength training or in bodybuilding. And really it just means your ability, the ability for your nervous system to communicate with your muscles and to, you know, create more powerful muscle contractions. It's also going to increase your force production. So by strength training and resistance training, you're going to be able to generate more force, which is going to translate into both more strength and more power. So we're going to create better force production, and we're going to create better power development. Strength training, especially a quality program, is going to focus a lot on power development. So creating, doing more explosive movements like plyometrics, maybe variations of the Olympic lifts, whether done with a barbell, kettlebell, dumbbells, things like kettlebell swings, those kind of uh, power speed movements, those are going to really be essential for making sure that we improve or at least maintain our power output. It's also going to improve your rate of force development. So it's not just about how much you can lift, as I mentioned earlier, but how fast you can lift it. So by strength training, we're going to help increase or maintain our rate of force development, which is going to help you with things just like getting up from a chair, climbing stairs, because you're going to be able to create that force, not just better, but faster, be able to get those movements done. So it's going to help with a lot of the daily tasks that we go through. A quality program is going to include movements that mimic or simulate daily activities. So, you know, doing things like step-ups that are going to help you um, be able to climb stairs or climb up on something if you need to. Things like box squats, which are going to help you sit down and stand back up and make sure that you're doing both in a controlled way. Those functional movements are going to help you in your daily tasks. And then also just by being stronger, being able to produce more power and more force, it's going to help us reduce the risk of injuries. Where you see a lot of people get injured, especially we talked about in those falls, is because they don't have the strength and power to decelerate. So if you do start falling forward, you're not able to catch yourself. And strength training is going to help us work on that. So we're not just going to make sure that we can get through daily activities, but we're also going to make sure that we can prevent ourselves from getting injured through strength training. So we've talked about how it can help with muscle mass. We've talked about how it can help with strength and power. Let's talk a little bit about how it can help combat some of those losses in bone density. By strength training, we're going to place a mechanical stress on bones. That's a good thing, though it might not quite sound like it. But by placing that mechanical stress on your bones, we're going to Stimulate bone forming cells called osteoblasts. So, these are going to help create stronger bones and help make sure that our bones are able to um, continue to stay strong and durable. What we see is that bones will kind of break down under that mechanical stress and then they'll build back stronger. That's how we create stronger, thicker, more durable bones by creating that, putting that mechanical stress on them, and then creating that um, osteoblast activity. It's also going to help prevent bone resorption, which is what happens when bone tissue is broken down more rapidly than it is built. So while as you age, you're still going to have bone tissue broken down, if we're rebuilding it faster or at least keeping up with the breakdown, then it's going to help you know, prevent things like osteoporosis and losing that bone density. We can also target this a little bit. So it's not just about overall Density, But we can actually, through specific exercises, we can target specific bones, especially doing things like squats, lunges. They're going to promote better bone density in the hip and spine, which are where we really see a lot of the osteoporosis-related fractures. So we can actually target the bones that need it the most through strength training. So it's going to help us prevent that osteoporosis, help make sure that we have strong bones, and make sure that we're reducing the risk of fractures, reducing the risk of breaks, and making sure that even if you do have an accident or something happens, you're able to uh, take that impact without more serious injuries. The last piece that we're going to talk about is how strength training can help with balance and mobility. Those are things that we tend to lose as we age. Um, They're things that if you're not consistently working on, you're going to start to see them deteriorate. By having stronger muscles, we're also going to just have better balance muscles by being able to engage those stabilizer muscles that we use to keep us upright, to work on our posture, to work on our balance. It's going to help. So having stronger legs, core, and lower back is going to provide more stability and support during whatever you do, whether it be in the gym or outside of the gym. We're also just going to have stronger joints, which is going to help with both balance and mobility. A proper program is also going to help you improve your posture. When we start to see postural issues and imbalances, that's when we also see our balance and mobility really start to go. I mentioned this before, but a good program is also going to include some functional movements that will mimic those daily activities. So we're able to work on our balance and work on our mobility in a monitored, safer environment so that when you are out and you're alone or you're engaging in whatever activities you like, whether it be riding a bike or playing tennis, you're going to be able to do that better because you've worked on those same movements and those same muscles in the gym under supervision. We're also going to have better neuromuscular control. I mentioned this before, but enhancing that mind-muscle connection, that that communication between our nervous system and our muscles is going to help improve coordination so that when you are out doing whatever you're doing, chasing your kids around or your grandkids around, you're able to you know, communicate with your muscles better, make sure that you move better. A good program is also going to include some kind of flexibility work to make sure that you're still able to move through that range of motion, that you're able to engage the right muscles, that your joints are staying flexible and mobile. All of that together is going to help with fall prevention. Like we mentioned, once you get above 65, one in three people experience a fall. And if we can prevent that, if we can make sure that you're one of the two out of the three that doesn't, then you're going to be much better off. So by having stronger muscles, better balance, you're less likely to have a fall, but you're also less likely to injure yourself if you do. So while we can't completely prevent you from falling, we can definitely make sure that your stronger muscles, that your stronger bones and everything else that your body is just more equipped to handle the impact so that you're less likely to hurt yourself. So that's kind of the basics. We can always delve deeper into it. I didn't want to get too much into the stats and the science of it and just quote a bunch of studies, but um, that's kind of the overall pitch of why you should be strength training, especially as you get older. Here at Helix, um, I love having all ages and all types of people at the gym. But one thing that I hear a lot is, I'm too old to start strength training. I'm too old to do this. And the truth is, one, you're never too old to do it. But also, as you get older, that's even more reason to be engaging in strength training and resistance training. If you want to live longer, and maybe more importantly, if you want to live better and improve your quality of life, then you should be engaging in strength training. If you live in the LA area, up in the valley in Sherman Oaks, Studio City, then maybe you can come try Helix out. Everyone gets three free classes. If you don't live around here, you could actually follow our programming and find a gym to go do it at. But wherever you do it, whatever gym it's at, whether it be with a personal trainer, group fitness or just finding some kind of program that you can do, I would definitely suggest engaging in strength training for life. I recently saw a video of a 90-year-old doing deadlifts. He did 405 for three reps, which is good for anyone of any age. But the reason he's able to do that is because he is engaged in strength training for years. He's kept his muscles strong. He's kept his bones strong. So he's able to do that and then walk away and have a good quality of life. So that's my pitch to you. Go lift some weights. I will see you on the next episode.